there we are. Uh, what up, America? Or the world? You're Erica? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> world. Twitch is, Twitch is actually international. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Could so, be anyone watching right now. Anybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the wise men. The wise men. I'm Louie. I'm Sean. And I'm D-Matt. Thanks for joining us today. We, uh, we're going to be discussing Operation High Jump. Fucking topic. <laughs> this is my topic. This is D-Matt's topic. I'm excited about this one. I'm really excited about it. I got, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Shit. I was talking to Sean earlier. He, he was saying he could not <laughs> find anything except like the official story. Of Operation High Jump. Which doesn't give well, me any hope for any validity. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> I got so much. Really I know. Excited. The thing is, as I, like, as I got into this shit, though, there wasn't a whole lot of evidence for my speculation of things. But there... But... No, there's there is, just it's all speculation. It's all yeah, no, it's all. But but the uh, hearsay and conjecture. Yeah, in my my opinion of things, are we're gonna get deep in it. That's a hundred percent for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, everyone, welcome. We're gonna talk about Operation High Jump. Uh, Operation High Jump um, took place in the late forties, around forty six, forty seven, after World War II. Um, it's mainly an exploration uh, voyage. Where we sent uh, a shit ton of military, <laughs> you know, which is odd, which is kind of crazy. Um, I have the arsenal here. Uh, I think they took. Hold on one sec. Let me look this shit up. But uh, yeah, so it was ran by uh, Admiral Richard Byrd. Uh, he led the. Expedition, uh, Operation High Jump, uh, the total arsenal that they brought with them was 13 ships, 23 aircraft, and 4,700 men. And these were fucking troops that just came out of World War II, you know? Fuck. They just want to summer off, man. They just want to summer <laughs> off. They, they got to go kick ass again. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was the Navy. Oh, I'm fighting words. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, right? sorry, sorry. Jesus. I've got a lot of friends in the Navy, so I can say that. Isn't that how that works? That's, <laughs> That's how I, it works. I've got friends yeah. in the Navy. Um, so they went on this voyage expedition mission, per se, uh, with all this uh, military. Um, not only was uh, Admiral Byrd um, super admired in the uh, government, he also was one of the, he's famous for um traveling to both the north and the south pole he was he went and he explored the north pole for the military and it ended up uh pushing him towards uh everyone wanting him to go check out the fucking south pole why i don't know but um <clears throat> he went down there um and as they were in their exploration or voyage, whatever mission. Uh, the main thing that made them have to come back was deaths. People were dying, Louis. People were dying. Is that the official story why they came back? That's not the official story why they came back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Um, the way these people were uh, getting killed, you know, some were frozen to death, some were killed in plane crashes. Um, you know, in, in 
I have no experience in the military, but if you're going to fucking crash a plane, it means you're either training or you're in some sort of stressful situation, right? I mean... I mean, incompetence is kind of abound. Just, just because you're, just because you're a professional doesn't mean that you're immune to messing up and and. Correct. Most there's a lot of accidents happen in training. Uh, obviously, planes go down, aircraft go down in in combat. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of training accidents that happen. It's usually a combination of human and mechanical error, like a systemal glitch or isn't yeah. working quite right or maybe it's working too well kind of deal right. where it's <laughs> it's overcorrecting what you're trying to do. So so they didn't only go over there trying to um So what was their initial goal to get down there? Like why were we going to we, Antarctica? Uh, I believe this connects Official to story. deep freeze, right? Is Official this, story. Is this for they went to uh help out or recover uh other exploration teams that were out there. Um, at, at least that's what they claim they went out because they were out there searching. You official know, they story? were. Official I, story. I don't know about official. That's what I. That's what I saw. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's the official story. So what do you got? As far as I could see, the Sean, official story. Since was you only about, know the official story. So. Oh well, yeah. Sh- Sean also watched the documentary <laughs> so this was, uh, this was made by the government. The, uh, minimal, <laughs> the minimal um, amount of information that I could get was. Basically, that they were going out to map because they were at the tail end of the uh, of World War Two. Um, they went out to map the region since before then, really nobody had ever been out there, and the few people that did, the last thing on their minds was to map out a freaking continent. You know, uh, it was more about the uh, the survival aspect of it. Can we live here? Can we do like? Is this even a uh, uh, a new land, as it were, uh, such as the you know going on the Yukon Trail and and Alaska and things like that? So officially, they were out there to map the uncharted. Um, I, I guess there's more to it, but you know. Yeah, That's so all I could find. official military, the reason they were going, they were going down to find, discover uh, untapped resources that existed in Antarctica. So what was the thing I was reading about Operation Deep Freeze? Where uh, that, that was in the late 30s, early 40s, where they had exploration teams out there that all of a sudden fucking... So I don't specifically remember that one, but so Bird had been to Antarctica... Previously, he I want to say it was nineteen thirty-five. It's about ten years before. Yeah, so nineteen thirty-five, thirty-six. Yeah. He had already gone down there, made some flights. He established Little America, right? It was the base camp that he used. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he had been either he'd been there a couple times afterwards. I think he'd been down once more before Operation High Jump, and so there was up there was Little America one. All the way through four, Operation High Jump set up Little America four, and so officially, these sh- all these ships that were going down there were there was going to be a land contingent, and then there was going to be an east and west. Um, can't remember what they call them, but essentially east and west waves of troops uh, mm-hmm. that were going to be kind of like fronts. Yeah, they, so they were going to circumvent and meet on the other side. 
uh, of Antarctica to map that stuff. Gotcha. And they were all supposed to, like, the land contingent was supposed to go across the middle kind of deal. And that's that's why they had so many ships. But one of the big things, one of the anomalies that got me right off the bat is, so they only took one icebreaker. Like, they're going down mm-hmm. to this this frozen this ice This continent pack. made of this, ice. <laughs> yeah. And with, with, what was it, 13 ships? Uh, 13 ships, yeah. 13 22 ships. aircraft. 23 one, aircraft, I'm sorry. One of those ships is an icebreaker. And right. so and right. I think they had one submarine. So they're planning on getting through all this ice with one one Coast Guard icebreaker. Like, that doesn't yeah. necessarily seem like... Just it was one of the anomalies. Mm-hmm. Um, Anomaly. I, I can agree <laughs> that would be piss-poor planning. <laughs> well, yeah. that sounds very much like the military. At least. Um, <laughs> so one of the other official narratives is that we were going down there to establish sovereignty a little bit of sovereignty over the Antarctic continent. Um, it being the fifth largest continent in the world. And just so that we can have better control over America's seas. And I think and, they wanted to see if it was like possible to live out there too. Right. They wanted right, so to they try were, and uh, officially cause everyone using, was expanding. Yeah. And using that's it what as, was going uh, on through that time. As like cold, cold weather training for troops. Absolutely. Yep, like yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things. Cause it's, well, they were new troops too, right? They were kind of like more, they were, no, these guys are yeah, fresh out of were they? World they were, War II. Yeah. Okay. Like these guys are hardened guys. Um, they, they had contingents of Marines mm-hmm. with them. Most Navy ships travel with some Marines on them. So that's not like abnormal. Yeah. Right. Um, but like these guys, you know, they're well versed in amphibious landings and, and combat on islands and you know and making leaving ship setting up camp surviving you know right these guys know what the fuck they're doing like we've had a lot of practice <laughs> with mm-hmm. that over in the pacific <clears throat> so, how long did this go on for this went on I for yeah i think this went on till the early 50s right three months oh shit it was supposed to be a six-month mission that must have um, been the well i think the germans were out there so till early fifties. Right. See, I, I got more into the German, uh, the German so the side German and the Nazi is, thing. Is also very unique. Uh, so yeah. we're gonna jump right into that. Apparently, we're gonna high jump right into it. We're gonna <laughs> the Germans. Uh, the the German side. Everyone at everyone around that time was like, "Oh, we need to go explore. We this, need to we need to get we need to go uh, explore for resources." Yes. You know. Okay. The resources. So why nonsense. the? It was because we were trying to get a foothold over mm-hmm. everybody else if you can get any extra point of contact that you can put your troops on that's advantageous regardless of how garbage the landscape is right mm-hmm. i mean that's nothing against guam never been there i'm sure it's gorgeous <laughs> um, that's why the united states owns guam and hawaii like that's why we went and took over hawaii we have guam like we have bases in random places so that we mm-hmm. can we can launch from there, you know, because right. the farther away you are, the more resources it requires. Right. But so, uh, I forgot where I was going because he sidetracked me with the Germans. Oh, but my let's, bad. <laughs> let's jump into the Germans. So, many countries have been traveling to Antarctica, visiting, mm-hmm. doing explorations and stuff like that. Um, we already spoke. Bird had been there a couple times, set up Little America. Right. 
the British had been there as well, but the Germans had been in and out of that area well before they were even Nazis. And there, the cover stories that I was able to get, I guess. This not, was in the 30s. Yes. Not yeah. even cover stories, I guess, technically. Um, they just the story that the Germans gave mm-hmm. was a, so Germans, part of their wealth was, um, Whale. Came from whale. Whale yeah. blubber. Whale oil, whale, whale blubber and yep. stuff. So they would travel down there to do that. Um, there was also some documentation that they took drilling equipment down there. Mm-hmm. And for that was to drill for minerals and actual resources and stuff. Right. But they, also they, it was said that they were looking for liquid mercury. Right. Which, well, and, and so there's story of, of ships leaving Antarctica and going to Argentina with this supposable liquid mercury liquid mercury and that these uh, exploration groups whatever German um, organizations they targeted uh, areas in Antarctica that were relative to the geothermal caves um, anywhere around there if you think about it they go with uh, drilling equipment, all this stuff. What are you going to drill and not just into ice? Into ice, right? No, you're going to drill and you're going to try and explore, you know, where you can access. And um, but yeah, stories that they had ships leaving from Antarctica, going to Argentina, then going from Argentina to Germany, and, and kind of that little route that they had there. But then that relates also to the fucking why the Nazis went to Argentina. <laughs> this Aliens. was in the thirties. <laughs> Yeah. So at that at that <laughs> time, like Germany and Argentina they were, there were, before, were friends. Like Argentina had not joined the Allies at that point. So like mm-hmm. Germans, like it wasn't a big deal that they were in Argentina. Like they kind of like anybody else to show up in port and do their thing. Right. Yeah. Um. So that is that's leading us into the beginning of of Operation High Jump. Um. So they do you, went, do you want me to keep going? Or? <laughs> no, it's just good. So they, we can just go down um, the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. Yeah, we'll go down the route to where you know they they went there with a purpose, but then they returned with um, you know, things that happened that I don't think a normal exploration group uh or a group like that would face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to, to think what happened there. You know, they did say they were training. I mean, training shit does happen. Uh, I mean, you know, people die in, in, right. in training. So <laughs> in the official narrative, like the official video that I saw from what was released from the Navy archives, mm-hmm. and this is on YouTube. So like take it for what it is. Yeah. The, at the very beginning of the video, the narrator even states that, some of the images and the timeline has been altered for brevity. Mm-hmm. So right out of the gate, they're saying like some of the shit that's in the video is out of order. Right. <laughs> right. No, no. Yeah. Um, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you're looking at like, as you watch the video and stuff, it's obvious, like some of the stuff was staged, like some things probably did happen, but then they probably had the stage part of the video right. to make it look. Yeah, Remember like when, when we were the, watching the, yeah, the documentary? The, yeah, when the guys are in the... Um, <laughs> they're, they're smiling the for the camera. Like, they're all kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. around. You but you... you none you, of those guys <laughs> wanted to be in that freezing-ass cold water. I yeah. mean, but... So the one that I watched showed that they were... 
uh, testing their thermal suits kind of deal. So, I mean, maybe like, who knows? They had already been testing. They did not test them for the first time. Like, no. <laughs> when, you're, when you're watching this fucking video, it's like it's, well, because we're used to it's cinematics like and today, documentaries today. We're, we're, we're used to good video. <laughs> and like you know, where where they H2. they can deceive you with things, but in in those videos, it was fucking clear as day. Like they're just putting on a show for the for the people back home. Right? Uh, don't mind us. You know, we're out here. We're just fucking playing just in the water. Stuff <laughs> we're, we're 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 digging holes in these ice. You know, it's uh, almost like the video came out of the forties. Almost, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this fucking guy. Imagine. But uh, what were you? What did you have? Well, I just got notes. Like I got, I started way back with the Nazis, and then like page two or three turns into actual when the high jump started. Mm-hmm. So the Nazis went there officially when? So officially, so the Nazi Party wasn't really officially a thing till the thirties. Yeah, right. So, like but the Germans had the Nazis tried to establish a colony on Antarctica in nineteen thirty-eight, according to the documents that I found. Before that, the Germans had visited in 1901 and 1911. So they've been there for a minute. Um, back in, when Admiral Byrd was a civilian, uh, before World War II started, the Nazis had invited him, or I don't know if they were the Nazis yet. It might have been, because before we got involved in World War II, we didn't really care that they were Nazis. Yeah. Uh, they had invited him to Germany to, well, they wanted him to lead the expedition, that colonization, um, mm-hmm. in 1938. They wanted him to lead that since he was the expert. He'd been to mm-hmm. Antarctica already. He'd been to the South Pole. Yeah. Um, so he went there, talked with them, this and that. He declined. He came home, and that's when he had his meeting with, uh, I want to say he had a, a meeting with, like, I don't know if the Pentagon existed back then. Oh, it did. But <laughs> it wasn't the Pentagon. It was a square was, or something. Yeah, it was <laughs> a room next to the White House. <laughs> uh, so they, he had a meeting with our, our generals and government and stuff and was like, hey, this is what the Germans are they're fucking around doing. We, we need to keep an eye we on need this. To, yeah. Um, or we need to keep up with them. Yeah, possibly. Um, so there was, and I haven't found this particular article or magazine, but in a U.S. magazine called The Plain Truth in 1952, there is an ex- excerpt from it. Said, in 1940, the Nazis started to amass tractors, planes, sledges, gliders, and all sorts of machinery and materials in the South Polar regions. For the next four years, Nazi technicians built on Antarctica, the Führer's Shangri-La. So listen, if you, and I, I specifically made note of that one because the, I love that fucking note. The fear of Shangri-La. Later on, during the Nuremberg trials, um, one of the the Nazi generals that was being prosecuted, mm-hmm. um, he specifically brings up Shangri-La, like saying that like the Germans we have like this this luscious place to live in Antarctica. Like an oasis in yes. the middle of... Yeah. Now that would go to Which is where Hitler is today. Well, that would... <laughs> 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 yeah. 
God bless America. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that would give... He's uh, living in the caves, bro. He's that would give... Um, wearing a sweater all the time. ...to the uh, geothermal thing that you were saying. Yeah. So if there is... Maybe. <laughs> if there is... Um, like, So we see all over the world where they'll have whole communities sprout up around volcanoes. Um, geothermal mm-hmm. right there. So it wouldn't be too far-fetched to think that maybe if there is a volcano underground uh, uh, Antarctica, that could be something that in the next 100,000, however many years, that could go up. But we would still be able to see some of the effects of it today. Um, It could transpire into being completely annihilated (laughs) if it were to end up exploding. Uh, or erupting, rather, exploding. Talking right. about a volcano, yeah, with hot lava, yeah, killing everyone. Liquid hot. So I, and, God, and imagine I know, dying that way. I know. Fuck. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, I know very, very little. I don't know if there's even like a possibility of volcanoes underneath Antarctica. So, um, recently, recently, as of a couple of years ago, I don't know the exact time frame, but there was a doctor of. Let's say like geology or some shit. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. From MSU, Minnesota State University, I think is where it's from. Him and his grad students, they spent, uh, it took them like 10 years to get this whole thing together, but they spent some time down in Antarctica and they have discovered through like satellite imaging and, and, mm-hmm. um, sound, uh, like sonar kind of shit. The, well, they use, uh, infrared. Uh, yeah, infrared, like all, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But they, so they were looking for like the life that exists in Antarctica, yeah, like where, species and stuff, right? Yeah, because like the entire rest of the world is, you know, has life everywhere. So right. why shouldn't Antarctica? So mm-hmm. they, that was their specific goal, and they were able to find like and and locate mountain ranges under the ice, uh, under under ice lakes rivers like cavern systems and stuff like that mm-hmm. this whole thing and recently and they like they have all the data um pyramids maybe i don't know <laughs> that wasn't in his ted talk uh, what was I that what i was can't that? remember the doctor's name what but he that? did a ted talk on it um tedx bozeman uh-huh. um so montana not not minnesota montana maybe montana i don't know but it was tedx bozeman like you can find it on youtube um it was it was an interesting talk i thought it tied in well because there are people up there looking and, and trying to find stuff yeah what was that movie uh alien vs predator oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 where they're yeah. in antarctica man yeah. and then fucking the, the pyramid was under yeah it was a fun fact that was the uh that was the very first date that uh me and my wife went on Oh, yeah, yep, shit. Yep, in high school. That was... Uh, that Damn, was... that was back in 2000. High school. Fuck you guys. Yeah, so. old ass. What's <laughs> your old ass? Dude, I hit my 10 years this year. I'm at... Uh... 10 years out of high school. Oh, I was like, 10 oh. years of what? But being a douche. Congratulations. Hey. I'll get you a pin. Uh, just, I'd, like to, I'd like to just check out one of these underworlds over there in antarctica these geothermal areas where they're caves where you gotta dig you don't even know if they exist how they do uh they do exist 
They, you could see it on, on Google Images. You could see it on the geothermal areas that are actually underneath Antarctica. And why the fuck, Sean, are they blacked out on yeah, Google Earth? We have Google Earth right here. What do you mean? Show why us. Are they blacked out. Show us. They're legitimately black. They are. They are fucking blacked out. You Where? can see them right Where? here. Hold on. Let me just. He's he's doing. Oh yeah. Stream well. magic. Um. For any for the three of you watching. <laughs> yeah. Does that still include you? Hey, what up, people? Yeah, uh, no, yes, I am the third the person. Okay. So for the two of you that <laughs> isn't one of us watching, thank you. First of all, we really appreciate your support. Uh, uh, Dmet's working his stream streamy fingers. There we go. There we go. <laughs> we got it. Fingers. That sounds like <laughs> okay. So byproduct of the worst night ever. So <laughs> <laughs> streamy fingers. I got to back up to left. Uh, all right. This. All right. So everyone watching, this is. Antarctica. I'm still stuck on streaming fingers. Oh <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? Fucking Google Earth is dope, isn't it? So uh, I'm I'm not listening to him. Look at this, <laughs> look at this mountain Fuck. range. All right. Shit. So my wheat. from my <laughs> fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need I need alcohol. Um, I so honey let me turkey. zoom out again here. And and show Sean what he's claiming is not even a fucking thing, but okay. it's right here. Okay, so the blackout. Um, uh, so this is Antarctica. Uh, just to give you a little quick tour of the Earth. Hey, why is that blacked out? This is uh, Argentina right here, which is super fucking close to Antarctica. Um, this was a route for the Germans. Um, the Germans. <laughs> I'm so German. They would come here. Uh, everyone around that time was trying to um, find routes Germany's landlocked, to right? go through the no, uh, yes. no. They have ports. Military, huh? No. So we know Germany. They have right there in the, in the was that the Black Sea? That's where they can get out, right? Yeah. Is that the Black Sea? Am I getting this right? My fucking my. So they'd travel this way. They'd come here, stop by Argentina, drop Hitler off, come back this way. Drop, drop Hitler off. <laughs> Der Führer. Der Führer. All right, uh, and these, according to my research, this here, this range right here. What is the name of this bay? Uh, is that this the is, get, southern, southern Ocean? ocean. Keep going, keep is going the Bay of Wales? Does it give us? It doesn't give us a bay. But these areas here are blacked out. It could just be the imaging. Because. But okay. this is exactly where the geothermal uh, indications are. Um, okay. I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't fly in these airplanes to get this information. I did stay in I just, Holiday Inn. I just fucking find it, okay? Okay. Or, or, hypothetically, or. maybe they have a base set up there and they don't want anybody to be able to, like, fuck around with their base. That's exactly what we're saying. Have you not been paying attention to this well, conversation? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it I would make sense. Like, it would make sense. Like... <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, well, I don't know. If I was conducting secret experiments and shit, I, I probably wouldn't want Google of all things flying over and <laughs> ah, who knows. So when during in the 1950s, uh, so after World War II ended, there was a Parisian magazine called Bonjour Magazine mm -hmm. that they ran an article on the Germans and what they had been up to and 
one of the a quote from it says that they scooped out a mountain, uh, many cave inlets, easily accommodating subs. Hmm. So that's just like a little quote from it. So it was it wasn't exactly necessarily a secret what the Germans were uh, doing. I'm trying to get like, yeah. it was probably supposed to be a secret, but, but like people knew about it, kind of deal. Yeah. I've- I feel like the Germans were not, like, super good at keeping secrets. Well, there were a lot of them, and they would get drunk and bang Parisian women's and, you know, pillow talk. Yeah. Fuck. That's that's the worst pillow talk ever, by the way. <laughs> I have a secret Oh, sub, dude, we have the lights on. Base. You can hit the lights. <laughs> I have a Let's secret. show the people my fucking hard work here. Magical. Ah, oh, yes. Actually, maybe that is good pillow It just kind of, like, soothes... This intense moment. Do you tell Brittany about your secret sub? <laughs> All the time. She sees it. I see <clears throat> it. I see it. But, uh, yeah, man, these fucking... Um, so, the Nazis, um, they were going over there. How did they get there? Do you... How did that? I I don't know that uh, in specifics, but... Did you really? This is your topic. Call. I know, I know. And I, I kind of just forget these things. I, I read them, and then I and I. That's why you I, take I, notes. I, 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 I know, I know, I know. Who I was, is the only one? All that is di- listen, motherfuckers. Prepared. All day I was setting this up. You were, but we all had a day week, two weeks. I, we did. We did. <laughs> That's how I am. I just I am a procrastinator. I would love to tell you that I did all of this crazy research, but I'm gonna go ahead and speculate that the way that they got there. Hear me out. Probably ships. You're really close. <laughs> Definitely boats. You <laughs> boats. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, when let me bring this a little closer to my face now. When bef- right before the end of World War Two, there was it's it's said. Obviously, I wasn't there. The lots of German officers and scientists and. Uh, like a lot of the higher ups for Germany, like started disappearing, like just poof, like gone. No one and knew what, what were they, were they? They were a certain Reich. They were like a certain group, the Third Reich, something like, like that. Like SS officers, like just the, yeah, the, the higher, echelons, yeah. higher, higher yeah. echelons. So, right about that same time, um, I want to say the the German Navy surrendered. It was May fifth. Possibly May 3rd. I can't remember exactly. I guess I didn't write that part down. Um, they surrendered right about then. Between May 3rd and May 8th, 10 German U-boats went missing. Seven of them were never found. Um, this but is an official story? From what I was able to get. So far, yeah. Officials, official story. Um, but <clears throat> it says, so those U-boats disappeared just before the Nazis surrendered. Um and it's believed that they all made their way down to Argentina and Antarctica area. I mean, if they're going to Argentina, they're getting to Antarctica, yeah, right? There's really so, right. not any other reason about that. And t- those ten U-boats were the newest versions of the German U-boats that were available. Those newest versions had a new snorkel system on them mm-hmm. that allowed them to essentially traverse, like. They could travel the whole globe without having to surface. So, like, they didn't have to come up to exchange air and do all this shit. Like, so like, they, a, like, they, a, like a rebreather kind of? Well, no. Like, their snorkel system. Basically, the snorkel 
like just was able to gather air for them essentially huh. and so they were able to stay submerged minus this right so, so they could make is... the whole trip from germany to argentina without ever having to come up it's pretty impressive yeah um holy shit <laughs> months later in march of 1945 three of those 10 u-boats were discovered two of them surrendered to the argentine navy and at this point in um and Ar- Argentina was on the Allied side at this point, March 1945. Mm-hmm. They were on the Allied side. Um, so three, of the, two of those boats surrendered to the Argentine Navy. Uh, one of them, the ship was found scuttled near Patagonia by, by like, the cruise ship itself scuttled it. The other seven were never found. Hmm. So they, they, the theory is that they made their way down to right, the right. Uh, Der Führer Shangri-La town in Antarctica. So do you, so since we're comparing, not comparing, but we're kind of joining both the Germans and uh, Americans going down there. Do you think there was an incident that happened? I mean, we gotta, we gotta cross paths some, sometime. Like, okay. Like well, if, we're, if we're, if we're, if we're, yeah. if we're, if do you the want me to keep mission, going? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to bring, no, this all yeah, the way yeah, up yeah. I'm getting a uh, hype here. here. Fuck. <laughs> all right. So there was, a Operation Tabarin, I believe is how you pronounce it. The British had a a secret military base mm-hmm. down there as well. I think they had several. Right, yes, the Brits. So were going the down British there. were down there. Um and this is from a James Robertson. He was a British civil servant and a World War Two historian. So this was in a magazine called Nexus magazine. Volume twelve, number five, August two thousand five was when this particular one was published. So it claims that on a secret mission, British soldiers found the entrance to the base or a base, followed the tunnel for miles. They said approximately five miles. And then they found a vast cavern that was abnormally warm. Um, they found a essentially a Nazi base, U-boat docks, U-boats were docked there, the mm-hmm. equipment moving around like a whole... A large number of personnel were in this facility, hmm. and like there was hangars for storage of planes and shit. Like now, yeah, this whole so, thing. And while they were in there, they like they were snooping and pooping, trying to find stuff. <laughs> they were discovered. <laughs> <laughs> they were discovered. That's um, a technical term for you yeah, guys. There was a a crew. I want to say so. It was probably a squad size, probably ten or twelve. Mm-hmm. Only three of them were able to escape. They left explosives, um, detonated those explosives to try and close the entrance to that base, or at least that particular cave entrance. Um, they were able to escape back and eventually, so this was before the end of World War II, I believe, that this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe right around the end, but before we went down for high jump. Um, but not not too much, I think, before we went down to high jump. So the theory is that those those that British personnel, us being friendly with the Brits, were like, "Hey, um, like this shit happened down there. We don't have the personnel. We don't have the manpower. Like they let the United States know. We're like, all right, cool, we got it. Let's go fuck up some more right, uh, right, some yeah. more krauts. <laughs> all right, <laughs> some frozen frozen kraut sausages. God, you get." whole bunch of guys all fucking riled up fucking. yeah <laughs> and and it 
Bro, at that time, America was literally like looking for a freaking another war. fight. Oh we yeah, were looking for a war. Oh yeah, we were. Well, specific, <laughs> I, I think specifically, I think a lot of people were tired of war. But if you think you defeated like the enemy, like you think you're done, and then all of a sudden you find out that the assholes that like that were fucking around are still fucking around on the other end of the world. Guess How what? How many times do I gotta teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but this is where it. Um, I. This is where they say uh, started the military-industrial complex, where we started to not only just defend America, but now we were going out and spreading and putting, probably putting think, ba- military bases everywhere, man. I think this might have accelerated it. To what we know today, mm-hmm. but, but we after, were already after World but if War, you, after World War One, we were we were doing that already. Yeah. Like we were, yeah. we were fucking you, around in so South you, America, like we were changing regime regimes, pissing people off a lot right. after World War One. Yeah, because we so, were more of a defense country. We well, were just kind was, of well, and it was everything was all all done on um, yeah, everything yeah, was all done course. in the effort of defense. We were all saying, okay, well, we can't have this guy in power because he is obviously showing, Put it closer to your, your he's obviously yeah. showing um uh, uh potential to do the same thing that freaking germany has already been doing that freaking russia that, that so we're like okay so we're gonna try to move some people around and make sure that this doesn't happen again but in doing so we don't exactly have the lightest of touch so we, we fuck shit up yes i mean well listen you get 300 guys, 300 men in one area. <laughs> Shit doesn't go down well. It's low oh, testosterone. I think that Louis, you'll Sweaty six. I think you'll appreciate <laughs> this, Louis. Uh, completely off topic. Well, kind of sort of off topic, but more like how military fucks shit up. Um, did you know that in three days, the U.S. Marine Corps depleted all of the beer? Yes. And this was in 2018, completely depleted all of, of the beer of Iceland. Yes. Bro. Insane, bro. Three so, days. I read that article. I have friends that were on that mission. That is um, awesome. I want to say, was it Northern Wind? It was Northern yes. Wind? or Yeah, yeah so Northern, Northern Wind. Wind. I had friends that were they were on that mission. Um, some <laughs> guys from my unit were, were on that mission. How? How does that even happen? So I was in... <laughs> totally off topic now. I was in, in 2012. We I did Operation um, African Lion. Mm-hmm. It's an annual exercise, training exercise. Uh, we were we were in Morocco, um, doing grunt stuff, just shooting things, blowing stuff up, hooking up with other units, and mm-hmm. and they'd show us stuff. We'd show them stuff. Uh, training with uh, Moroccan military guys. Yeah. Uh, our last three days there, we got Liberty. Uh, for what does that mean? Um, we were allowed to free time, essentially leave the base. Kind of Liberty. Just we, we went, and I like I get it. We were, a lot of us were pretty young. Um, Lance Corporal's like E threes and stuff. Uh-huh. So like, which I was older since I joined the military. Older, so I was like twenty nine already, twenty eight, twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Most of my peers, though, like the same rank, were like twenty two, twenty three. And so our commander 
we had three days that we could have liberty, but each day, like the first day he gave us six hours, like other units are gone all day long and stuff. And he's like, you got six hours here, here, you gotta be back at this time. And we were one of the only infantry units that was out there. So I think like looking back, he made a good choice, like limiting us because that first night in those six hours, I drank seven liters of beer. Oh, that was just me. Um, by the end of, before that night ended, my, the commander was pretty messed up. The gunnery sergeant that was with us tried choking me out, but I was so much bigger than he was. Like he jumped on my back to try and choke me out. Like just screwing around, and I was just walking around the bar with him on my back. <laughs> At like five, like my fifth leader, because we would just like each mug was a leader. At like my fifth leader, I thought I was gonna die. Leader six, I turned into the Hulk, started like smashing tables. Um, like leader seven, I was invincible. Oh my <laughs> like, god. <laughs> so that was just me. Like there was. 35 of us like and all of us partying together in this one place I, like it was unreal i just love the i just love the the bravado of that like and the guy that i was watching that had said this he goes i would love to see like a breakdown of that one to like that that week's gdp increase because that's <laughs> got to be outstanding yeah <laughs> that has to be amazing uh, uh, <laughs> um we got a 40,000 point jump in GDP. Holy hell. <laughs> All right. So we want to keep getting into this uh, Operation High Jump. Yeah. So where did, where are did these the, the icebreakers right here? Where did the aliens come in? <laughs> okay. So aliens. <laughs> um, it depends on what you're looking at. And so I, I read a book called um, Secret Journey to Planet Serpo. Supposed to be a true story. It was an Air Force mission to another planet. I remember you telling me about this. Okay. Kind of, sort of. In that book. So that book is based on, and this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but it ties in. That book is based on supposedly, I want to say this was in the 90s. You guys might not, might be too young, but you might like have heard of it back in the 90s. I was born like, in the 90s. Before, like the chat rooms and like forums where you could post stuff. It used to be like AOL? email threads. Oh, like even before AOL, it used to be like email threads. Like you yeah. would be part of an email thread group. I have heard of them. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, too. But yeah. that's even like a I little bit born, before my time. Cause yeah, by I when was, I was coming of age, like AOL chat rooms were like really kicking. Yeah. 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 No, I was born um, 89. So like late 89, October 89. So okay. I, I, I was, that'd be like me claiming that I was an 80s kid, but I know virtually <laughs> freaking nothing Zero about that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that, so in these email threads, they, Aaron Jet. Oh, dude, you didn't, you've never heard of that? Okay. Well, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll circle back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in these email threads, supposedly there was, there's this group called the, Majestic 12 and they they kind of run like all the black sciences project projects kind of deal yeah and like they keep track of stuff and within that group there's essentially he's like a historian like he controls the the book of like 
weird shit, essentially. He's like the record keeper, like this stuff goes down, blah, blah, blah. And the book gets updated, and um, the people in the Majestic 12, they have access to it, but not everybody does. Fuck yeah. So how do we get that book? I don't know. Uh, we'll work on that. Majestic 12, sponsor us. Let's go. Or anybody else sponsor us, and maybe, I don't know, we'll start a Patreon, and we'll find that book. <laughs> Probably. Can't be that. Can't be that Can't be expensive. that hard. Can't be that expensive. <laughs> so those people don't pay with money anyway, right? Yeah. That's that's sexual favors is their currency. Whoa. So, Demet, you're up. <laughs> 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 um, so, well, I'm but, trying to fucking find this thing. It is ah oh, okay. Keep, it, keep yeah, looking. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Um, so th- these guys Man. in that email thread supposedly there was one of the operatives from that organization was dropping informations information uh it came out in like several different um email drops or whatever of informations of the story of this particular project oh yeah um and but at the beginning of this book it kind of gives you a backstory of the germans and the different operations that went down and to get to the point of how they ended up with this alien technology to then make alien contact and um so in in oh that book, it's it's saying how those thermal regions in Antarctica that the Germans did make alien contact, and in one of those caverns or thermal spaces, like it was, there's like shit growing, like it was lush, green temperature was like seventy three degrees, um, kind of like, like an al- like algae, like early, like like you would find in any. In any, yeah, in yeah, like any any kind anywhere, of temperate where zone it's, where it's nice and like probably not like palm trees or anything, but definitely algae. Of, yeah, uh, like algae maybe and, and like Maine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like maybe mm-hmm. one of those areas, um, temperate temperate zone, like yeah. southern France. Yeah, shit, sure. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Southern France is probably closer to the equator. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about more like 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 parts of uh, Norway, like parts of Norway that yeah, are, yeah, stuff like in that. the in the Arctic Circle that are. Like, they're cold all the freaking time. But stuff grows. But, yeah. Right. So, but in one of those thermal areas, the there is also already beings existing. So, one of the ones that's, that's posited is the, the reptilians. They're, the Zeta <coughs> Reticuli also apparently supposedly had right. a presence there. Is that right. Correct? The gray men. Correct me uh, if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think the Zetas are technically. Correct me if I'm wrong. But they, they need that. Uh, type of environment, right? To live, they need that habit, uh, that know, type of habitat. They need that. that warm. Um, well, if you take them as reptilians and compare them to reptiles as we know them, they need some sort of humidity. They, they need type external of, heat. Yeah, something like blooded. that. Yeah, they need right. cold blooded. So they need they need external heat. It's fucking um, scary. Yeah. Fucking! But I'm already afraid of lizards. I'm already afraid <laughs> well, of frogs. I've seen how you act, reacted to that snake. No, oh my god! Or the frog. Oh my god! You weren't there for the frog. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? That was the greatest thing ever. So, when we were tearing down something. <laughs> we were tearing down the uh, confined space. Yeah, the uh, training center. Yeah. And Johnny found a frog, and he winged the frog. Yeah, but bro, it wasn't like a, <laughs> it, it wasn't like a it's normal a frog. It wasn't like it was one of those lime green. Sticky ones. <laughs> you know, when you're a kid and you put 25 cents in the thing, you opened up the little egg and you yeah. got one of those sticky things. So, but that's so how they. So that's, that's their. That's how aggressive, but it 
skilled they are. They they stick and they jump. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was trying to control its flight. But uh, oh. back to the reptilians. Yeah, so bro. Rep- reptilians, um, <laughs> and the theory is that in those different expeditions that the Germans had made down to Antarctica, mm-hmm. they made contact with these other species and formed whatever an alliance. Um, like if you look at how people describe the reptilians, they're very much like power hungry they're looking for influence um stuff like that which kind of fits with the nazi and german regime at the time so it makes a little bit of sense that if the germans are able to and at the time when they would have initially made contact uh, like they the germans were would thinking have kind that, of been the shit yeah they mm-hmm. would have been winning the war yeah they would have you know had all these other influences mm-hmm. which what if it was just adopted by the u.s military what if what was what adopted? if it was adopted? What was that adopted? concept? The whole standby. You know, <laughs> that's the, you probably know, what it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. So, what I'm but at the time, the 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 Germans, if you think about it, if they had made contact, and this is totally hypothetical, if they had made contact with these alien species, they made some sort of relationship. The species is like, hey, you guys are going to take over stuff. We can help you, like with this information. So any ships that they sent back with, if say they were mining for mercury, mm-hmm. it is theorized that that is the energy source, the power source for like flying saucers um, is liquid mercury. Mercury? Yes. Liquid mercury. That's one of the things that they theorize is I read something. because it's such a rare thing. Like liquid mercury is that like, that's one of the reasons why the aliens come here is they, they found like that resource here on on earth hmm. um but they if they took that that technology or some of the stuff they learned took it back to germany and they started developing their stuff uh their their glocker whatever the german bell um, oh yeah, all these yeah, different yeah, things. yeah yeah you never heard the, the oh german my bell? hey i got it i got it we'll get into that that'll be a whole Let other look thing this never heard right. such a thing but anyway like, i i think the glocker right should aliens or another species exist down there that it's plausible that they created that relationship, and that's one of the reasons why the Germans were able to advance so quickly in their technologies. Um, this brings up my point that uh, you had a point. Yeah. So, um, at least my speculation of Edeglaka. I don't know. I'm trying to fucking look up what you said. What should I look up? D e h r Glaka. D-E-H-R. Glocka. No, two words. Oh, two words, okay. The Glocka. Oh, the bell. Is that what that means? Yes. I mean, you speak German? I don't speak German. So dumb. A D-E-R. Yeah. Boom, there it is. This is so... So this is supposedly... Oh, that's not quite it. What the fuck? That's a bell. That one, I think, up on the... (laughs) Which one? Seven Deep. One more. Keep going. The one with the purple, bro. (laughs) Okay. That supposedly was a German flying device. Or a Nazi flying device. For everyone Mm. watching. Um, But the... Is anyone still watching? Oh, my God. Still got two. Woo! Um, Yeah, so not only down in those bases were they developing that stuff, but they brought some back to develop as well. This is the Deglaka. De- Supposedly, De-Glaka. this flew. 
Yeah. With liquid mercury. Oh, so here okay. comes. So the U.S. was notified by the Brits about crazy shit going down. Uh-huh. Um, Admiral Byrd had brought up previously to the U.S. government that the Germans are planning some crazy shit. World War Two ends. We still know that things are going down there, that the Germans escaped down to Argentina, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Argentinians probably told us, like, hey, we just found three fucking U-boats down here with full of crew, scientists, whatever. Um, plus, during the Nuremberg trials, the their, their one guy, he was head of something, I can't remember. He was, he was high up in the SS. I can't remember his name right now. He stated that the Nazis had fucking Shangri-La in Antarctica. So all these things come together. The U.S. Kind of puts together too. this, like, southern fleet with all these ships, warships. They had destroyers. They had aircraft carriers. They had, you know, all this shit. Mining equipment as well. Um, to me, mining equipment isn't just, like, tractors and all this stuff, but explosives. In, right. In my opinion. Yeah. Right. Explosives. So we got all this stuff. tip drills. We've got fighting men. Like, we got stuff going on. So it's to me it's starting to be a plausible thing. Uh they we're down there. The mission was supposed to be six months. They ended up coming back early in three months. So while they're down there, the official story is they're flying around, um, they're doing their thing, they're discovering stuff. Uh they had one plane go down. Three dead. Yeah. Right? They lo- they lost part three, of their, it was three I, men. I thought it was more than that. Um, one plane went down and they found those guys later on. They did some searches. They found those guys, uh, around the crash site, right? Yeah. I didn't get the whole, I don't know exactly just from the documentary I watched the, the Navy records one. Um, they didn't really get too far into it, but supposedly like the mission did kick off, um, this, the land group made its way towards the South Pole across the middle. The other guys started wrapping around. Mm-hmm. But there is a Russian documentary. And I don't speak Russian, so I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but there's some subtitles. Fuck, I bet they got some good shit in so there. So in this Russian documentary, there is posited the the battle of the Wen- Weddell Sea, where... Is that where we were looking? I think in so. that area right I think there? so. But it's a hot spot. Yeah. Battle of the Weddell Sea where um, a U.S. ship was taken out. 63 people were supposedly killed in this in this one. Um, the plane that went down was actually from that ship. Like it was launched off of that ship. And in this, uh, the ship was the USS Pine Island. Um in official military records, the USS Pine Island was, after this mission, it was decommissioned at an unknown date, or it was transferred out of military service at an unknown date to a, like, a historical, Navy historical something or other. At that, which, it, from there, it was decommissioned at an unknown date, and, like, lost like they don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck happened to this thing like right. this major naval surface ship just fucking essentially just disappeared from record fucking gone um so the but this russian documentary says that that's when a a ship was sunk there so it's possible that it was the uss pine island um 
uh, confirmed that was the Weddell Sea that we were talking about. Okay, it was? That, that okay, was so that, that's exactly that's where you, you were saying all the all, that, the, that all the black spots with the thermal stuff. Rim there, yeah. Right. So in this documentary, it shows some video. Like, this is supposedly, like, leaked from Russian, uh, like, a report, a Russian report that was done later on. So the Russians were there as well? No, but they, they were spying on us. Like, this was during the Cold War. Like, all the stuff yeah, that's yeah. going down. And I know that throughout the time of history with us in Russia, we've always been... Adversary. Competitive. Even when we're on the Whatever same side, we're adversary. Yeah, uh, yes. So, we want that. Some we always one of us wants to always be above right, right. the other. Uh, and typical superpowers. It's right. what every superpower does. Like us in China right now. Forever. You know, they've always done they've that. blown up random people's stuff and they're like, Oh, my bad, didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They were man. like, dude, don't be a dick. And yeah. That, and, <laughs> and and that is every police, fire, military ever. You're being yeah. a dick and you know it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Gotcha. So at that same time, the Eastern group and the Western group that were going around the islands, right? So mm-hmm. um, the Eastern group, which is the one that would have gone around to the Weddell Sea, the, their last recorded shown in the records, their last communication was February 14th. Um, there was no records again until March 3rd. So that's a couple weeks time going around. And that Battle of Weddell Sea was supposed to happen in that in that time frame. Um, March third, I this think is a the week Weddell later. Sea right here, right? This is what we're talking about. Yeah. So, like a week what? later, what the fuck? Or a couple weeks later, the whole mission was scrubbed, and Admiral Byrd's like, "All right, we're packing up. We're fucking going home." I know it. And then they returned with uh, that bullshit. Zoom out. That so, Sean was saying so supposedly this Russian documentary is more of it's it's like a report. It's like a lessons learned for for like the missions gone down there. Like you mm-hmm. know, a military like a unit'll so, go do something. No, hold on. Ba- go back. The Weddell Sea is up up top there. That's the eastern group. That that would be the Weddell uh Weddell Sea. Okay. The other one is the Ross. Still a lot of black over there, too. Yeah, the other is the Ross. Yeah, man. I'm like, why? This isn't blacked out. It's the same. You can see the shelf. You can literally see the shelf. Okay, maybe it's just shadows then. Fuck it. Um, I don't think it is. So, during this Battle of the Weddell Sea, in this Russian documentary, it shows video of, like, a saucer-shaped ship. That like comes over, like it travels over one of the boats and stuff. It's like really quick, and, like and take it for what you want. You know, <laughs> like we can watch it. D Mac can pull it. Yeah, up yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring pull it up. up. What uh, YouTube? Uh, hold on. So did I lose it? So you're saying that we have actual video evidence of Dick Locker? No, no, no. <laughs> Go to YouTube and look up Russian high jump video. All right. Documentary, Russian high jump documentary. It might pop up. Real so, evidence of a flying object that is not fixed wing based. Uh, it's real quick, but it looked disc shape. Is this it right here? Video. Uh, no. No, go to YouTube, man. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Um, I can't. I can't believe that. 
Like that's some shit that would have gotten out. It had it. That would have been like a major thing. Maybe. So March third, Operation High Jump was canceled. Everybody packed up. After returning, Admiral Byrd sat down with the president and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Um, supposedly, what am I typing in again? Operation High Jump? No, Russian oh, yeah. Russian High Jump video or something like that. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, that ain't it. Russian <laughs> Operation yeah. High Jump video, maybe. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So in this meeting, supposedly he got really, really angry and like suggested that looks like it's just the U.S. Right turn um antarctica into a nuclear testing facility like that was i guess that's on official record somewhere i didn't didn't find it but so after that being said um shortly after that the admiral bird was hospitalized and he was no longer allowed to give uh interviews so like they put him in a facility and said you aren't allowed to fucking they shut him up and shit anymore yeah so this this storied admiral, like who'd been out of the military, they brought him back specifically for this fucking mission. Like he's traveled the world, he's seen some things, and he even has a lost diary from his North Pole flight that he did, where he says he saw like like green plains and mountain ranges in in the North Pole. Well, that and that brings back the the Horton. What I was looking up earlier. Oh, that jet? Yeah, that was in their fleet, and they had 600 of these. Whose fleet? In the Nazi fleet. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this was in the Nazi fleet. I'll show everybody real quick. Looks like a bomber. Um. Oh, fuck. So when when Edmo Bird came back, part of his report, I want to say it was an article. Um, Where's my phone? An article that he did when he came back, he told someone, I did a screenshot of it instead of having to write it down, uh, it says, the capabilities of the Nazi flying disc must have made a deep impression on... Fuck. Is this a quote? So, yeah, so Admiral Byrd warned today, it is necessary for the United States to adopt protective measures against the possibility of an invasion of the country by hostile aircraft proceeding from the polar regions, the Admiral said, quote, It is not my intention to scare anybody, but the bitter reality is that if a new war should come, the United States will be attacked by aircraft flying in from over one or both poles. The fantastic speed with which the world is developing, the Admiral declared, is one of the objective lessons learned during the Antarctic exploration recently affected. I cannot do more than deliver a strong warning to my compatriots in the sense that the time has already passed in which we can take refuge in isolation and rest in the confidence that distance, the oceans, and the poles constitute a guarantee of security. So that's a quote from him, specifically. Hmm. And then, I want to say a couple months soon after that, we actually, the United States did detonate three nuclear bombs in Antarctica, supposedly testing nuclear weapons. We detonated three more, which 
Sure, we do nuclear tests, like, and, and why not? Like, why not choose Antarctica? There's nobody fucking there. There's penguins, right? Like, that's all we got. <laughs> why not blow shit up there? It's safe, you know? But we have our facility. Fuck the penguins. <laughs> I mean, we... We have white sands where I mean, we've blown everything. All right, so right. if we're... Freaking if we're doing islands, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's pick the most beautiful region of the, the world, world to, 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 fuck to up. just wreck. So if you go by what... Admiral Byrd supposedly said to the president and the Joint Chiefs, turn this bitch into glass, right? Or melt this motherfucker. Um, and then they fucking shut him up. And then a couple months later, they they actually do detonate nuclear weapons in Antarctica. Supposedly, I think they were testing, quote unquote, uh, what it would do to like radio signals, like what the effect it would have on radio signals or some shit. Um, we already knew that, though. Yeah, I, that's what I think. And then <laughs> we already knew the, whole, the impact so, of low impact nuclear. If you believe all of this stuff that went down, or whether you don't or not, um, I want to say it was three months later. There was the Roswell crash. Yes, happened. Yes. So if we go down there, we find Nazis fucking shit up. We find. That there's possibly aliens actually down there as well. Maybe we made contact, maybe we didn't. But now we just nuked this motherfucker? I'd say that that's a good possibility that if there was other alien species down there besides the the reptilians or maybe the Zetas were there. Because supposedly I think the Zetas were the ones we made contact with with Roswell. So if they were there, they're like, hey, these guys are fucking serious maybe we need to be friends with them because we don't want to get smashed too you know that's that's a theory that yeah. i might put out right they just get, they just they find out that that's happening and then they're like what is going on down there <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey uh go and go and check on earth Send see, somebody. What the, see, what the hell, see what's <laughs> going on down there and then we got the dumbest alien that got caught and yeah, <laughs> smashed into the ground yeah, yeah. right it was, maybe, it was, it was a training exercise. I think I'm exercise. more on the Zeta. It was a training exercise. More on the Zeta. We like them or the, the reptilians? Because the reptilians supposedly... So they're both. One, yeah, well, they're one, both from the that star system. Right, but... So in theory. One right. of the theories is that the reptilians were one of the advanced civilizations that came to Earth many, 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 many long time ago. And that Atlantis is actually Antarctica. And that when a pole shift happened, like right. that's where mm-hmm. that's they where are. the uh, but the reptilians were able to survive underground. They've been here for thousands of, of years, kind of. Hmm. That's one of the theories. Right, pole shift like like magnetic happen. poles or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the whole planet just went yuck. They and now we're Atlantic Atlantis Antarctica is frozen. That now that brings me into the uh, the topic of the drier drier younger Im- Dryas? yeah the younger Dryas impact theory where the oh, yeah. Earth got hit by multiple comets and it it threw us out of the ice age. Uh, comets hit into the ice shelves or ice sheets melted everything melted everything caused a greenhouse effect to melt the caps and then switch those poles it's quite possible i mean we've even in our known history we've lost like eons worth of of knowledge yeah like even if you just look at back in um when we lost the library of alexandria 
Like, oh it's, my god! It's theorized <laughs> that we've lost like we lost like two thousand years worth of knowledge just when that motherfucker burned out. I know it. Yeah. You know, so I gotta I gotta pause for a second. Talk yeah. Amongst yourselves. I gotta yeah. Yeah. For that. sure. For sure. I was gonna say, what, where are we at on time? Oh, we're probably oh, getting yeah. close. Yeah, we're getting close, but well, well, I'm coming back. We probably need to come think about I got our you. closing. You can use that. That one's probably free. Use that one. But um, fuck. I mean, what do you think, man? What do you think? I'm First not, of all, I'm not sold on. Uh, so, I'm but not here's sold, the thing. First I'm of all, before you even say anything, it's been proven the government lies to us. It's okay. Been, uh, okay. and I I get like okay they can give their reasons why whatever but a lot of things since we're in the information age a lot of things are coming out a lot of people are like researching things um freedom of information act is a a huge resource you know journalists are looking up this stuff um but we can't deny that that these groups did go there that there were things that took place Mm -hmm. that um the um, what do you call it? The fuck, you know, what they told civilians was not relatable to what actually they came back with. Verifiably misleading. That's yeah. Kind of, that's kind of my my argument here is that um, they are they're they're never going to outright tell us anything, or when they do, it's going to be. On page three of a 67 uh, page document at the very bottom and go, hey, by the way, aliens exist. And also, we also have this project going on over here that really has nothing to do and it, don't even worry about it. Don't read into the fine print. What was that thing about the aliens that you just said? Uh, Wait, the stock market is crashing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. I know. The, the direction of things, man, they're just always kind of pulling you away from what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah so i my point is that they're never going to ever show their hand completely they're just going to go <clears throat> whoops do right. you will with that people were very gullible so also back in the final time. answer do you believe that there was a nazi base in antarctica and that's why we operation high jump happened yes asterisk <laughs> Yes. Were the bunkers actually found? However, I don't... Were the bunkers actually found? I don't think that was ever like put out as it's not information. A, yeah. but, but then again, that's where it, I believe geothermal yes. caves I believe come yes in. That there was a, uh, I believe that yes, that there was a Nazi base there. I also believe that there would be uh, Russian bases. I'm sure that the Chinese were trying to go that route. I believe that there was a lot of people that were trying to go that route. And All right, so underground or no? You think they were just there? We found them, and no, I think they, they got uh, no fight. I think that it would obviously be underground, just based on the um, weather patterns. It wouldn't make sense. It'd be the same thing in the North Pole. It wouldn't make sense to have anything above ground because average ambient temperatures in Antarctic are always like sub-zero, negative forty-five. Or yeah, something. that's that's average, that's and it high. gets yeah, and it gets down to negative seventy. So uh, I, I don't need to tell. You, what that does to equipment, let alone personnel. Right. So if you can reduce, uh, or if you can raise the a- average temperature by 
going underground and just getting rid of that uh, rid of that wind chill factor and getting rid of just that that ambient temperature it makes no sense not to go underground um and that's something that obviously in the what was it the 20s that they did on the on the first um expedition there they were like we can't freaking survive out here with negative 70 ambient temperatures this is bullshit i'm gonna go underground okay dmac i think uh we found something there i think both parties i think found um maybe it was aliens maybe it wasn't i i don't think i'm um on the alien side of things but i'm definitely kind of like into the technology that there was technology there that maybe as these um countries were going there and uh exploring that they came across technology that was there um that so maybe it was like archaeological finds you know like not only do we fucking find dinosaur bones you know in north america that one's for you dylan but uh (laughs) you know you you can find shit in antarctica you know um they had all the equipment to find these things um you know was it a race to or you know was it a race to get get it was there information leaked that this stuff was there uh i don't know i mean the alien thing that i could probably i could i could see that but uh can't deny that shit happened there shit went down shit went down it went down it went down so all right so i mean how about you i mean how about you, shit, so whatever. i i this is one of my favorite <laughs> ones as you can tell like i've gone a little deep into this one um there's still more we haven't even talked about me so bringing up the antarctica theory i don't know about reptilians and i don't know if the zetas were there necessarily there's no verifiable evidence i'm i think the germans probably they went down there they did find these thermal vents i think there's a good chance with the all the equipment they took down there um the ant or the atlantis theory kind of just struck me where like you said i think they found something Mm -hmm. it's quite possible that they found just an ancient civilization that had technology that we didn't that we didn't previously know Mm -hmm. um, as our modern civilization didn't previously know i should say and that's how they were able to advance their technology so much but without because what we saw of the nazi technology like they were still working on it right they were moving fast but they were working on it they were figuring shit out almost like they were they were engineering right yes so i think they were able to find some shit but in antarctica after the war like they, the, the Nazis that were down there, definitely had more, like a step ahead. Their of, shit worked. Yeah. Whereas the Nazis in Germany, like it was, they were still figuring shit out. Right. I think the ones in Antarctica, their shit worked. They figured it out. That's why we went back, and blasted those motherfuckers with nukes. Um, I think that all these extra nukes plus the ones that were going down over in. Um, mm-hmm. In Iwo, or not Iwo Jima, but in Japan, uh, Nagasaki and right. Hiroshima. Uh, Hiroshima. I think all all those kind of like you said, sent up that flare into space where now the Zetas are like, "Fuck, 
They did it. What are these? Uh, um, these, hey, these honey, apes, honey, the apes. They found the gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the monkey yeah. found the gun. <laughs> honey, I'm not gonna make dinner tonight. I gotta, I gotta fucking go on a trip. These fuckers just found out how to blow shit up, like on a serious note. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the monkeys um, found the gun. Yeah, rain, and, rain check on date night, honey. I'm so gonna fuck I, out of here. I definitely think, uh, you know, just knowing how this happening, like at the dinner table. You get a text. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> They did what? what? Okay. The, what are they calling it? A nuke? Hey, Kyle. Yeah, they Kyle, know. They you never know. believe what. Oh, my God. Uh. Uh. Dear. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. It's <laughs> bad. Don't motherfuckers learn how to split the fucking atom. I didn't yeah. think they'd it'd take them 120 so, years to. But okay. Right. <laughs> I'm of the mind that possibly that happened. That they that the Nazis were there. Source. I don't think. I think they found ancient or alien technologies mm-hmm. and were able to use that to develop themselves a little bit more. Yeah. Um. And then that has led us into other things. So if we are talking about them finding tech, this I'm fascinated by the Lazar story. But Lazar said in his um, debriefing that um, the crafts he was working on came from the Zeta uh, star system, that they were archaeological finds uh, in ice, that, um, you know... These things were operating on a whole nother level of science where science wasn't even up to par right. where you've got to fucking figure this shit out. And that would totally explain why the mercury the, is that where you're going? Well, well, not just mercury. Like I, I, the way they say aircraft, the, the way they theorize the aircraft or those spacecraft are actually flying. Mm-hmm. It's something we don't know how to do yet, but the, that would make sense that like if the Roswell aliens were Zetas, right? Mm-hmm. And we found their technology and all of a sudden they realized what the <laughs> fuck we were doing. That would explain why they would want to come and contact us, right? Right. In my head. So do you think, hey, do you think, uh, big fans, uh, but you got to chill the fuck out. <laughs> That's supposed to be a fuel source. How the fuck are they going to crash stuff though. up? So this brings the, that, uh, point there. So was it, we all know the fucking um, New Mexico thing happened. The Roswell mm-hmm. thing happened. Yeah. It was published, and then all of a sudden it was weather balloons. Complete yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Were, were the aliens flying, you know, this tech, or was it us flying it in test flights? That's, or, uh, that, or, or, you know. I say that's a topic for another show because we're about 100%, to go 100%. another hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. but definitely something, man. It's a, it's, I, I, I like this topic. It's You're test good. flying out daddy's car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, man. Um, fucking, oh, fuck. So another, how do we wrap another this episode, up? Another episode in. All right, <laughs> well, Operation High in. Jump. Yeah, yeah well, man. I, I don't have a uh, whiskey of the week because I, I, listen, I can't afford, neither can my liver afford to be drinking a whole ass bottle of whiskey. Every week. Every week. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Maybe, maybe, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Do you want to do your Call of Duty minute? Call of Duty minute. Uh, push it. Cold War is out. Um, I like it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. God, it's so different. I haven't even. It's like they downgraded the game. It's like they. I don't know. You take Modern Warfare, it's so 
complex and We're diverse. And then, yeah, but it's like it's like they went down, they downscaled it. I don't know. Okay, well, what it's is a the brand 70s? new? It's a brand new game, right? There's going to be some kind of things that you got to work out. Sixties, seventies, and yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I mean, I, I enjoy know. it still. It takes up a lot of my time. <laughs> but uh um yeah, no changing guns or anything, no updates or anything like that. Just been grinding, just been playing the game. If uh y'all don't know, y'all follow me uh at Dmat D E M A T T underscore R L G. I stream uh on my days off and shit. So it's a, a real live game. It's a lot of fun. Um, if you're not good at the game and you like to watch people that are good at the game, hit me up. <laughs> if, you're not good at the game, <laughs> if you're not good at the game and you would like to hang out yeah. with people that also are not good, yeah. DMAT. But that's it. That's uh, RLG. Yep. We can suck together. It's trademarked. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for me, man. Uh, I had fun today. Oh, yeah. It was too. cool. I'm definitely I have gonna, nothing. I, I didn't do I have nothing. I am nothing. I am something, but I have <laughs> some something to think about that was uh, that I was going to bring up next that is totally completely off topic, a uh, little on the uh, dumb side. Um, I brought it up. I sent you. I sent you the uh, topic on it. But of the chocolatey drinks, what is your favorite? The chocolatey drinks. So we're going YooHoo. Oh, quick, Ovaltine. What do you what do you think? Because I think next time we come up, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna end up bringing them. Um, it's gonna be. You, I don't. I think I've only had Oval Team once, and that was powder form, so I could put as much in there as I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuhu is pretty watery. I think probably quick because they like it's thicker. It's it's more of a creamy. I'm with you. Consistency. I'm with you. Really? Yeah. Brit- Yuhu, Britain Yuhu's loves like Yuhu's. Chocolate water. Yeah. Chocolate um, water. Dude, that's because every so, I had this whole conversation with everybody at Station One, and they all said, "Oh, YooHoo all day long, no questions asked." I was like, "Yeah, but it's you can't." They don't know what the fuck they're talking they're so about. So dumb, so <laughs> dumb. I'm telling you, Oval Team, it's a sleeper, bro. I bet. But uh, yeah, man, episode two in the books. <laughs>